Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Well, now, here we are. Left my house in the west of London, and it's a dull Monday morning. Any other day, that would be a miserable day, but not today. Not that I don't like my work, in case they're listening, I like it very much. But today, I'm not going into work. Today is the day of Project X, otherwise known as episode 100, and I'm on my way to get a train but to where well I'm going two stops to Richmond station and that's as much as you shall know for now very exciting to be getting on a train at Barnes that is both on time and also not joining all the commuters not today Satan Well, I've got off one train at Richmond. Now I'm about to get onto another train. But where? Where am I going? I'm going west. I'll tell you that much. I'm heading west. Anyway, what do you do? I'm a hotel reception. Really accurate. Okay. I've got someone on the phone as well. Very yes, good job. Work later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, I've got that. off the train. <laughs> and met up right, with my so old mucker Jay Bay who was slightly panicked <laughs> but well I actually met up with him about I got off the train 45 minutes ago and we're still in Reading you like Reading don't you Tom? I do really like Reading can I apologise it was all going very very well and I thought I'll go in the car park and I'll get out and I'll go and meet John so I'm just back into this space did me back windscreen John didn't I on a yellow pipe. Oh, a yellow, a yellow kind of, pipe. Some, some kind, kind of, of the day. playoff. A massive protruding <laughs> yellow pipe. A massive yellow pipe. Um, disaster. A bit of a disaster, yes. But not, could have been a lot worse, John. No one died. No one had their eye poked out. None of that. 
Talkie One Saturday, all those things. Um, and then we had a trip to Hobbycraft, didn't we, John? Hobbycraft to the rescue. We, you were saying Tesco's for a bin bag. I was like, there's a Hobbycraft. <laughs> We can do it decoratively. We can do it a really yeah, nice job. A bit of glitter. So, um, yeah, that would have been nice. A unicorn, a paper mache unicorn. Um, but it's now completely covered up in cafe tape. We're off. We're off. Let's not say where, John. We're off to the M4. It's very planes, trains, and automobiles so far. And the window is holding so far. Hold let's so see, far. How, let's see how it does at 70 miles. It's been tested at 30, John. <laughs> Anyway, let's crack on. I'm quite one of those. Right, John, we should probably. Um, yes, it's holding. We're at 65 mile an hour on the motorway. It's holding, John. It's a bit more of a dramatic. We will put some wobble, pictures, pictures of this on, the, on our Instagram and on at Natob's pod. Yes, I've taken some pictures. Um, now, we should probably say what we're doing. We're, on a, we're trying to go meet someone, aren't we, John? We are. Do you want to say no, where we're going? No, I'm going to say, no, gonna we say where we're M4. going. We're on the M4. Yes, that's a good sign. Heading. Are we going east, John? We could be going to Boreham Wood. <laughs> we could be going to Leighton, not Leighton, I mean, Dagenham and Redbridge. Solihull Moors. Could be going then the up. Who knows where we're going? Who knows what we're going to do and where we're going to meet? But episode 100 of the National Obsession. Who knew we'd get to 100, John? My wife seems to think that the reason I smashed the back window, which was a massive accident, and in no way bad driving it, it wasn't was because I was overexcited like a small schoolgirl. I think she said off to visit David Essex in the 70s <laughs> I was pleased she chose David Essex that as a reference probably, yeah that was the from right the reference 70s. wasn't it yes. he's not been, he's not <laughs> I don't been think up. so I think he's no. clear straight down the line no it's very exciting John isn't it um, I think I'm going to stop at services and I'm going to stop at Lee Delamere get that's, a cup of coffee yes that's my favourite you up for that yeah I'm up for that unless something go, comes through the back windscreen now <laughs> kills, kills us, us both kills and that's dead. episode 100 <laughs> we found this zoom recorder <laughs> it's like the black box and this bag of ice <laughs> what does it mean 100 and out that's what it is <laughs> and the Beatles <laughs> that's, uh, tracks of my years which is sort of someone out of Slade <laughs> death tracks of my years we, we've, we stopped at Lee Delamere, John, didn't we? Got a little bit of chocolate and a coffee. Very exciting. Big clue. But, but we didn't go in the main services, John, no. did we? Oh. Just a pro's trick to go in the garage. I was hoping to go in the main services because I did like it. Yeah. Road dog that I am, John. <laughs> just, what do you need the main services for? I didn't, it's just, I just the waste like of time, John. I like it. We're back with Alan Cook removals for your, for your peace of mind. mind. This episode of The National Obsession is sponsored by Alan Cook removals. For your peace of mind. No, we went to do some running repairs in the win- on the back window. Didn't need doing. Didn't need doing. We should get in touch with Hobbycraft. Yes. Sponsors. If anybody does smash their back window in, <laughs> hang on a minute, that, that sounded a lot ruder than I meant, then can I say Hobbycraft for your clear tape and gaffer tape? Nine pounds, jobs are good. <laughs> did you think it seemed a little bit expensive for what we bought? <laughs> to be honest, at the time, I'd have paid a million pounds. We need to get wherever we're going, John. Wherever we're going. Getting up to the M4, M5 junction soon, John. Wonder which way we're going to go. North. Maybe we're going, we're going to north, vi- maybe we're going to visit one of the Gloucester City players. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we're going to Wales. Yeah. Maybe we're going to Wales, John. Maybe we're going to Newport County. 
to see oh, who? Or Lee to? Who? Lee where? Anyway, uh, on we go, John. On we go. John, we're on the M5. Is that Who there? knows where we're going? We're not going to Bath City. No, we've gone past Bath. Bath City. Not Bath City. It's not Chippenham. Cribs Causeway. Chippenham Cribs. Town. Not Chippenham Town. Not Chippenham Town. Rule that out. Rule that out. We've gone past Wales. Not going Wales. Is it Yeovil, John? No. We could still be going to Portishead, home of Gary Johnson. There we are. Yes, maybe we're picking Gary up, going maybe to his home. Gary. Hey, maybe we're going to his home, having lunch with Gary at home with his lovely wife. Not what we're doing. No. Who knows where we're going? Now, John, we're on a very interesting bit of the journey to wherever we're going. Which is what what you call? What do you call it? It's the high low bit. I think everyone has their own name for it. It's good. Yeah. I, I, I we call it in our family Spooky Hill. Why? Because it's always a bit. <laughs> weather's always different, in it, John. It's going on. We, weather's always a bit different on Spooky Hill. Someone, there's always something happens on Spooky Hill. <laughs> like it's sort of places our real windscreen would have smashed. <laughs> it's going to smash anyway. <laughs> something always on happens the, on the M5 where one bit goes high. Goes low. Low. There's a farm Different behind levels. it. Look in there, look, there's a farm. Farmhouse in there, John. Oh, yeah. You can see all over Never Bristol. You're looking down on Porter's Let us know what you call this bit of the journey. We wonder where we're going. Summer is a coming in, loud a single coo. Blow with seed and blow with mead and spring the wood. And is that the song from the Wicker Woman? I don't know. Oh. There's simply too many wickets. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Alan, Alan Wicker. Have you, yeah. got, have you got an Alan Wicker in your locker? Well, that was job? it, wasn't it? There's simply <laughs> too many Wickers. Wicker Island. And that is quite the thing. Um, Driving down the M5. Yeah, where are we going? <laughs> we had to go past the Wicker Man John, and the massive Morrison. Listen, listen to the sound, John. You wouldn't even know that the back windscreen was out, would you? You've done <laughs> such a good job on it. I'm so proud of us. I think we could be in the commandos or something. That yeah, was real, real adapt, blitz spirit, adapt wasn't it? It's like we were very, very good. It was like we were. Something was telling us not to go, but no, we're going. Bridgewater stop. Services, John, coming up. Not we the best on, one. We, we pushed through. That. Although I could do with a stop because I spilled chocolate. All uh, you have so. spilled chocolate on you, John. Melted chocolate. Who knows where we're going, John? Just going past the Minehead turn-off, John. Look to your right. See that Argos there? Yes. The, the fact that my dad always told us about that Argos. I don't know how he found it out, but apparently it's true. Has the largest mezzanine floor in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Fact of the day. Brought to you by Hobbycraft. And Alan Cook removals. <laughs> and the good news is, I've got the chocolate out of my jumper. Yeah. Didn't need to stop. We've we today, go again. Today this has been a non-stop tale of adapting to the situation, very, improvising a solution. This is what we have. We have very fine. yes, yes and. Yes and. <laughs> Climbing up on Telegraph Hill, do, 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 do. Climbing Telegraph Hill, John. My dad used to uh, come here and pick up people on Christmas Day who'd broken down when he was oh, a, really? when he was a, when he was, I mean, I'm talking, how long ago am I talking, John? Probably 50 years ago. Well, we just seen a sign for Torquay, 15 miles. Oh, where's that? I've never been there. Is that, is, is that, that where, a clue? Is, is that, that a clue? Is that the one? Oh, great, Holden. It's great, Holden. <laughs> Ken Kemford. Uh, yeah, Ken Kemford. Um, so we've only got a few choices left of National League clubs now. Who knows where we're going? Newton Who Spurs. knows? Here we Newton come. Spurs. I've got a shirt, John. 
now we find ourselves in... By Farm Foods, John. Farm Foods. Past the crematorium. We've just seen hearse. Literally seen just pulling hearse. out the creme. Don't know if it was the hearse. Well, given where we are... Could be, John. It could well be, because we're now in... Approaching... Peel Village. We're approaching... What are we doing here? Uh, Getting out of it as quick as we can. I we are approaching Talking Island, aren't we, John? We're Let's give it away. It's the, Natobs, it's the Natobs way. Talkie United, Model yeah, Village, Bygone to Kent's Cavern. Cavern. Which what one of those? We, are we going to meet the owner of Kent's Cavern? Now, we're driving down... Winding our way down. A dead end. To the beautiful... We've driven off Babacom Cliffs. <laughs> we're driving down the beautiful Babacom Cliff. Is this the right way, John? I don't know. I think we're going to someone's house, aren't we? Stop carry turning on. around. Oh, oh shit. on the wrong way now. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, we've gone the wrong way. Anyway. <laughs> there we are, that's better. There we go. Right. Okay. And then we carry are going on. to the Carry Arms Hotel. Beautiful, posh place, John. A nice posh place to meet somebody very special. Let's find out who. Go on, John. Is that him? Is that who we're here to meet? That's him. Here at the Carry Arms, Babacombe. It's Jamie Reed. The National Obsession. You, you grew up in Torquay. You went to South Dartmoor College, yeah? I went to South Dartmoor College. You grew up in Torquay. I grew up on the Timmouth Road by Cuthbert Main until um, I was about 10. I went to Priory School, which is just down the road. Um, and then secondary school went to St. Margaret's. But my first experience of Torquay was my granddad took me to watch a game. It's Torquay. I feel Torquay now. I can't remember who it was against. But my first real memory of football for Torquay was Effie and Williams. Yes, the hat-trick. The hat-trick. Oh, was it was his debut, yeah, it was his debut. And then he didn't my... do a lot after that. The... Well, that's it. <laughs> he just, that just sticks in my mind. I don't know why. He was my yeah. favourite player. So I was so, year, so angry What year was that, him. John? Oh, 2000, maybe? Oh, I don't even 99, know. 2000, I would have been, like that. well, that's probably right, I would have been about six. This yeah. is the sort of thing, if we were a proper podcast, Jamie, we should know. Yeah, <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> should, <it? laughs> We should really <laughs> find out. Yeah. Really done a lot of research yeah. on when Effie and Williams played. Yeah. So you would have seen that with your granddad, were you? Yeah, so I saw that with my granddad, and then I was... And how old will you, have been, will you have been then? Six. I'd have been six. And will you have been playing? Will you have been playing... Oh, yeah, I would have been playing. My first... My first football would have been for Willow Wanderers. I used to go and join... Joining with my brother, yeah. my brother's team, who's a bit older than me, but I was just so eager to get going. And then my mum used to take me to soccer schools with Frank Prince. Oh, yeah. Um, have you United, Frank Prince, yeah, yeah. Looked after the community, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I used to go to that all the time. Then I played for Torquay United when I was about seven, yeah. eight. Then they scrapped the whole youth system. Yeah. yeah. So then I think I... Played for Chelston Juniors. Yeah. So when you were playing for Talk United sixes, sevens, were you were you selected for that? Or was that just something you turn up to? Or um, I think I was selected from the community, from the football community. My coaches were Leon Hapgood. Yeah. yeah. Leon Hapgood. Yeah. Robbie Herrera had something to do with it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had long hair because I, yeah. I always remember his long locks. Yeah. Well, he went away and came back. Yeah. Robbie, didn't he? Yeah. Exactly. Because I had him again when obviously Kevin Nicholson signed me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was my my first um, game at all. Talk- and, and then they shut it all down, and you had to go and play somewhere else. Then I had to go and play somewhere else. Yeah, um, at that age, you don't really think anything of it, really. 
Um, but I, I did go to. And you, and you were with you. We went with your granddad. What were your mum and what did your mum and dad do? How did they end um, up in the in the bay? So my mum, a uh, single mum. Yeah. So she brought up me and my me and my brother. She had a hard time to yeah. be there, but two boys. Yeah, two boys. <laughs> absolute chaos. Um, my dad, I don't know. Right. But so my mum is everything. Like she's without her, I wouldn't have ever played no. before. So she's been amazing to me. Um, she give you some drive. Is that is that your drive? Because to become a professional sports person. Yeah, I suppose when you're younger, you don't think of it like that. But the older I've got, the more, the more I realise what it means to my family. Obviously, my mum. Um, some people do it for like different motives and stuff. But I really get a kick out of coming in from the game and getting like a well done from like my yeah. family or yeah. girlfriend or my mates. I, I love all that. So. Yeah. Um, it's not until old it really it flies by it flies by it feels like last year I was making my debut in the football league yeah and it's just weird and that, that was against Oxford no oh, oh yeah. that was against Oxford yeah. for Exeter City I came on for Oxford yeah Around Christmas time. I've looked at your Wikipedia page, Jamie. I've <laughs> done some yeah. looking into well, it. <laughs> so, sorry, let's go back a little bit. Yeah, what were you like at school? Oh. Uh, did, did, was it? Were you best in your year at school? Because sometimes people go, oh, there was a player much better than me at school. I had, a, I had quite a good, good school. I think Jamie Richards went um, as a professional to... I think he signed for Torquay. Is he a Truro? Yeah, he's a yeah. Truro, yeah. 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 We had Jared, who's now with me um, at Torquay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had, a good, we had a good school year to be fair um, obviously you kind of know that you've got a little bit in those years because of the difference in in school levels so you kind of know well, I can have a chance here but then your aim was youth team getting a YTS scheme um, and at school I remember when school realised that they could then bribe me through Exeter <laughs> was when I started to maybe be a little bit better behaved yeah because as soon as I stepped out of line, oh, we'll call X, oh, we'll call X. Oh, really? So, right. Yeah, so it was one of them, they started getting involved. Um, but, no. And were you noticeably better than people people around you? Uh, I'm not you too can, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I guess so. I guess you kind of you do, you kind of do know. I was speaking to my mum about this, actually, because it's mad how many kids went to the football tournaments at Cannon Valley they used to hold them yeah. in painting. And you think you're talking about four, five hundred kids all in one area. And you think who's still playing now and like around here? And I'm thinking like, I could be like the only one who's playing professionally at, on, my, on my level at this yeah. five hundred kids. So yeah. you've got all the parents there that are saying to their kids, "Are oh, you going to need it?" Yeah. The chances are so. The people who slipped through the net as well. Like yeah. Keith from Moore nearly slipped through the net, didn't he? Because he got yeah. let go by. That's the thing. That can you don't know when you're going to develop. When you're going to no, because you've got to know your game. You've got to know what you're good at. Managers can be telling you different things. It might be to you like 24, 25, where you actually start start going. Yeah. Some for some, the penny drops at 18. Um, but yeah, that when we were talking about that, it's just mad to think that the stats is so slim of actually making. And then it goes even slimmer going past 24, 25 and staying in the game because that's what you've got to try and do. Yeah. So obviously you've got to got to get the best out of your career, you've got to make a living, because it could be a waste of time if you get to, that's yeah. what I don't think about, all the, going off topic, you know, no, no the, <laughs> it is all topic, I promise <laughs> you. With the under 23s scheme, it's like, you could be a, a top, top club yeah. to under 23, and then you, you've got one men's game under your belt, 
So you go you go to Exeter, Exeter City and, mm-hmm. you, and you you make your debut for them and, yeah. and you play for them and then there seems to be like a, not a stall but like you I, I don't know what, how would you describe how would you describe it Jamie what do you think happened you, t- you go to you go to Tr- Truro and to uh, Dorchester Town yeah, so and is that is that for you to go and get games or so my first when I signed pro at Exeter I first went to Dorchester Town that's what they did with everyone they sent you out on loan get a few men's games come back and see where you are. Um, so I did that. I did well at Dorchester. Um, apart from, there was one. Uh, we made the FA Cup first round proper and I'd scored about six during the time there. Yeah. And some Spanish guy came over. He was an exchange, um, exchange student. Yeah, I think it was called. John, I always remember his name. Johnny Garcia. I don't sounds know. made it up. Sounds like made it up. So, <laughs> Johnny Garcia. It's, no, it sounds like he's made it up. <laughs> and I, and I, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I have no bad animosity towards him however yeah. uh, we got to the first round proper against Plymouth Argyle and uh, yeah <laughs> and it was on ESPN it was on yeah. and the, the manager dropped me for that game and I never didn't, didn't come on but on the other hand Gozzi scored the goal that knocked Plymouth out, out. No, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah Gozzi scored you know Jake Gozzi Oh, okay. oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 When you drop down, when you go from a league club, and you do you feel like you're dropping down? Or do you are you told you're going out to get minutes? To, yeah, you're, to, you're yeah. told you you're told you're going out to get minutes. Basically, you're saying like you know, obviously you're not ready for the first team yet, so you need some some. Um, and what is that? Strength, ability, strength, skill level. Strength. Um, playing for three points on a Saturday yeah. is massive. It's totally different between um, youth team. I mean. Sometimes you won't play as much football as you do in the team. I've been lucky at all to be fair. Yeah. Um, you're just good, Jamie. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not no, lucky, I'm you're just lucky. good. <laughs> um, I go back to Exeter. I'm in and around the squad, um, on the bench. And that's massive for me. I'm like buzzing on with like, some good players. Um, and then I make my debut against Oxford. Uh, we, lost, we were losing 4-0 at the time. And then I went back to being on the bench. Yeah. Um, or spare man is what. Do you know that there's always a night? Uh, on on the on the coach is there something? Yeah, like, there's yeah. always a night man that will. Like I, I was the king at exit for that. Yeah. Obviously, there was bonuses <laughs> for the night. What that you'd be Gilbert the Girl oh, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the, I'd be the person with blue tack putting up the tactics on the on the wall. That's what I did. Oh no. Um, that isn't why you scored number nineteen. That's not. A, <laughs> Isn't that more demoralising than not being on the coach? Um, well, towards the later end, I so yeah, it really was. But then I was 18 and I was just excited to be there. I had to make, because I was youngest, it's changed now, but when I, because I was the youngest, I was the one that always had to do the coffees. So I know everyone's coffees and teas. I wouldn't even ask to have to ask what sugar they have. How, how old are you at this point? I'm 18. Here. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, it was towards the end of the season. I think there was four games left, and I got to the point where I was leaving my shin pads on the coach, getting off, because right. I, I knew I weren't going to play. Yeah, yeah. I was just coming along. He never really spoke to me. Who was the, who's um, the manager then? Tisdale. Okay, right. And we stayed at because he had the hat on. He's always dressed well, though. Um, so we had Wimbledon away, and we stayed in Richmond. I always loved, liked going to Wimbledon because we stayed in Richmond. Yeah. It was really nice. nice yeah. Going around the park and stuff. <laughs> Obviously, I was young. But, um, and I went in. I was just doing all the warm-up stuff. And he, he put the team that we, did, we trained on the way up there. And I, I had no clue what the team could be. 
all I know is I wasn't going to be in it. And he read the team out, and I was in, and I'm like, heart dropped so. <laughs> I was yeah. so nervous. You were in the first team, or in the. In the yeah, oh, I mean, you were in the lineup. I was in the starting lineup. In the starting yeah, lineup, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my first, yeah that, that was my first ever start. I didn't have a clue. And he hadn't, he hadn't given you a hint of that? He hadn't given me a hint of it. Who's in the team, man? I'm trying to think of that. Um, I can't think of that extra Jamie team as well. Still, play, still playing? Yeah, still playing. Still really, still really good. Um, who else played for Yeah, right, yeah. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah, who yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I care. Obviously, because I asked the question, Jamie, but you know, um, Jamie Curitan will do. Yeah, Jamie Steve Curitan. Flack? No. No. No, 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 no. 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 Um, so, <laughs> then... Darren Rowbottom? <laughs> I'm just naming general... Devon legends, Devon Tommy legends. Tynan. See, I don't know any of these. No, no, you're a young man, well, Jamie. You see, David Graham, Martin Graham. Ah, yeah. oh, David Graham. Yeah, God. Mm. Anyway, yeah, carry on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I start playing, and I, I remember I'm getting a bit, of, a bit of stick off the Wimbledon fans. Yeah. And uh, I remember I got my first ever goal, got the ball, step over, cut in, shot, and oh. the keepers just parried it in the goal like yes. it shouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> And I was just, I, was I could see him standing up, giving me yeah. sick before. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I scored again. So that was my first taste of. I scored two. You scored yeah, two on your debut. Scored two on my debut, and then I had a, I had a third, but they gave it offside for oh. Cure on the hat trick, and I had my top half off. Oh. <laughs> VAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had my top half off. Um, so yeah, that was my first ever football league game. In a, in a men's game, really, in professional, obviously Dorchester, but Brexit. You come off for that, and what, what does Paul Tidstell, what does the team say to you then? Are they, um, is it a factor then of managing you, or is it a fact of giving you that confidence? And Yeah, well, you, you, you're high on confidence then anyway, and then I think I, was, I played the next two games after that, and then it, that was the end of the season. But right. I, I, from that game, then that's when I got called up to Northern Ireland in the 21s, um, and I went. So anyway, yeah. So we, that that season didn't end great. I think we finished a point off, off playoffs. Right. So if that goal had counted, we would have been yeah, in. The oh, right. Okay, right. Um, so yeah, that was tight. And then got called up for Northern Ireland. That was, that was a that's amazing, experience. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Northern Ireland, but it's still like that's international football. Yeah. Journey, you know. How do you qualify for my granny? My granny. Yeah. My granny is Irish. Um, and so I went out to the training camp. Just say that. Keep that story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep that story. We know Tony Cascarilla. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah. um, so I got called up to the training camp, and then through that, I then got called up to 21s. Obviously, that was quite big for me because I was only 18. Yeah. So the rest of them were quite older. Um, and and then... playing at a similar level to, to you in, in the league? Oh, no. No. Oh, there was like, they were all playing for like a good team, like Rangers. Yeah. Um, I think there was a couple from one was from Liverpool, yeah, um, and then you just see Exeter City, so it's a bit. And you've got some of the local Irish people that play for like Linfield, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first ever game was Cyprus. We lost four 0 Wow, not good. So yeah, so I I went for. Um, so then you do that, and then you go back to Exeter, and it doesn't quite happen. No, no, I I went to the Milk Cup with Northern Ireland again. And then I got called up to the Belgian game. That was good. That was in front of like 15,000 fans. Fantastic. Their 21s. They're from Korea again. Um, Torben Hazard, both for Dortmund. Yeah. Batshuayi. No. And um, 
Yannick Carrasco plays for oh, yeah. Atletico yeah. Madrid. They're, they're front Some three players. Yes. And do you and see a marked difference? Do you see? Do you notice a? Yeah, you see a massive difference. The sharpness and quickness around the box is frightening. Yeah. Frightening. Um, but we only lost one nil. We had ten men. It wasn't too bad. Um, What's the difference between someone who, like that at that age, mm-hmm. like Batshuayi, say, yeah. who ends up playing for Chelsea and mm-hmm. first team and and you know yeah. world star? Yeah. What, what extra do they uh, just g- genetically? Mm-hmm. Different or, or just just quicker or yeah, better twi- I, better twitch muscles or yeah, calmer under pressure. What 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 do you think is the difference? I think it's their their, de- their decision making, and I think it's their decision making definitely. Their so say if we're doing passing, I think they're nine ten out of ten every time. Yeah. As well as someone like me, I, I'm probably lower than that, which is why I'm not playing as high as someone else. But then I think that when I watch these strikers and stuff I don't think they do stuff that I couldn't do I just think that they can do it under pressure like you say yeah. Yeah. big games like, I'm not saying I can't do that but well, you saying, but I'm saying <laughs> that's the difference maybe and like I said before maybe the pennies drop for them way earlier than they know their game experience earlier and, yeah. and, and they've, cut, they've got it more naturally I suppose yeah, it, yeah, yeah they, but it can be learned you yeah, think yeah. yeah you don't have to nurture someone you know they say great players, they, they get more time. They have, they have more time. Professional yeah. sportsmen, they have more time. They just see it. They just see it quicker. Yeah. Like a great rugby player, or we'll see it opening up in front of them, or yeah. a golfer will see the shot. When you're, when you're playing, mm-hmm. is it slow motion? Do you, what do you feel like in, in a game situation? Uh, in a game situation, I'm quite, I'm quite calm. Yeah. Well, I've learned to be calm anyway. When I was younger, I was a little bit more erratic or... Now I feel like I'm quite calm, I'm not very, I'm not nervous at all. Um, I've started to, like you're saying about the difference, I think that they can see two, three passes ahead, which makes their movement better and quicker than mine. Right. So he would get in that, that position to score a goal maybe a second, two seconds earlier than it would click in mine. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, but for me, like playing a game, it's fine, really. I don't. I don't you, you do seem, especially in the since since Gary Johnson's, yeah. stuff, but since you've been played in the right position, yeah. basically, just from yeah. a talkie point of view, yeah. you seem really calm under pressure, like woking away last yeah. year. John and I both of that game, huge game yeah. in the club's history. Yeah. Massive yeah, don't, pressure. Don't even think about it. No. You don't, you don't think about how big that is. You don't. You don't really think about it, if I'm honest. Um, so you just go out and you play what's in front of you. Yeah, obviously, I, I, I read the game. I try and read the game. I try yeah. and get in, my, in the position where I think, oh, this could be a goal here. Like, on Saturday, for instance, when Wits, when the ball got played down the line to Wits, I knew, all right, I'm going to run and get a tap-in. Yeah. And I got the tap-in. I'm in a habit where I pull off and try and get the cutback. The space. But I've been working on, because I see so many strikers score easy, easy goals. Yeah. And they're getting, like, 15 a season. Yeah. From, so I just need to... Learn to run, run towards the goal, really. I think, um, but yeah, and I don't get too down if I if I miss a miss a chance. I miss some sitters over, <laughs> over, the, over the years, but in my mind, I doesn't even play on it. It's just gone. Next one, I'll score. So yeah, so I got I got called back from the from the milk cup early yeah. to be on the bench. And I had a problem with my groin. I don't know what it was, and everyone was telling me I was just tight shoes, foam roller. Anyway, to fast forward that, I was out for about 16 months 
Um, really? Yeah, that was tough. That was so tough going from scoring, from playing, and yeah, scoring, yeah, and getting called up for Northern Ireland, yeah. and then. But the, the, it was so it was so annoying because no one knew what was wrong with me. So I was getting told to go and play, and I couldn't. Yeah. And I was going out and training. I had to come in. Like no, no one understands how hard how hard that is for you as a young lad mentally. It's tough. Like you, I was in that physio room day in day out. For so yeah, just long. from a mental point of view, if you've spent your life expending your energy and and making your head calm itself down yeah. by running around and playing football, yeah. then all of a sudden you can't. Yeah, you can't. Um, t- to be fair, the manager Exeter was really good to me. He, he was giving me a contract after contract, even though I was injured. Um, so I, that made me feel good because he obviously saw something. But at the same time, I just wanted my my injury to go, and I ended up doing research on it myself. I had to speak to ex-pros. Really? Yeah, I had. What was it? Sean Goss, who played, was at Man United. I got in touch with the physios there, um, which led me on a path to this guy in Leicester, and I ended up. I think I was out from the August, September time to like, and then it went to the next August and I didn't make an appearance until like the February, so it was like a whole year and the next. A season and a half basically. Yeah, yeah, season yeah. and a half and like, to get that back. And to get your fitness back. Yeah, I had to do like shadow play for like two weeks where I was just mimicking the training session but without football, it was crazy. Um, so yeah, I did, I did that, I had to have an operation, that was... I suppose you think, what's the alternative, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Is what's the, you stop playing, basically, isn't it? Yeah, they were, I got a quote from, for career-ending insurance. That did was, you? Yeah, that was hard. Because um, yeah, so, they just didn't know if I was going to get through it. Or yeah. If it was in my head, like I was getting them shouts, and that's the worst. I hate that. Because it's not, I'm hurt. You know, yeah. I'm just going to say I'm not hurt. But yeah, that was tough. Uh, that was just a tough, tough period for me going from such highs to such lows yeah. for a long period of time. And then but what it did do is it made me mentally strong. Um, I'm quite yeah quite mentally strong. Um, and obviously I, I've been through a, it's not been all all roses that are talking. I've been through a, some horrible times but Well John was saying on the way, you were saying on the way down, weren't you John, when when you were being played out yeah. of position basically. Yeah, yeah. You, you, and you you know, the yeah. crowd got on your back and you oh, went back at them, you know. Yeah, it's, it's what it is, like they pay their money when I think about it, you know, they're going on an away trip. I'm still in bed in the hotel. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So they go all that way. They want to see a performance, and if they're not, not getting that from from certain players, they're going to vent their frustration, which is totally fine. Some, uh, I would say that I was the sheep goat. Uh, the the scapegoat. Yeah, yeah. Goat? <laughs> you were the sheep goat. You were the sheep goat. You can say goat. that. Definitely. The scapegoat a little <laughs> yeah. bit, um, but I just had to take it. Uh, we were we were always surprised at it. We were talking about it on the way down, and we were saying surprised at it with you because I think the great thing about you, Jamie, is you you are us on the pitch. Yeah. You are Devonshire. Devon is a, it's a funny place to come from. It's, a, it's an odd place to grow up when you go around when you go around the rest of the country yeah. as you've done and yeah. as I've done and as, as John's done. Yeah. It, it, people don't know what it is. They no. don't know where it is. No. But for you to be professional sportsman from Devon, to mm. have reached that level, to yeah. reach those heights, yeah. I, I'm only uh, like proud of you and like uh, um, amazed that you've 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 achieved achieved those that yeah. level. Thank you very much. And it's shown. I think what it is with the with the crowd is you are one of our own. You yeah. to, like Harry Kane and Tottenham, you know, yeah. 
it's that thing of what does, De- what does Devon mean? I mean, do, do you stay in Devon on purpose because it's home? Is it because where it's where you've created your career? Um, I'm not, yeah, it's just it's just always the way it's pan. It's it's happened. I have not looked to to get away at any time. Never had the opportunity. Yeah. It's not come up. Um, I think it was from that first loan that I came to Torquay, that, and then I had the second one with Kevin Nicholson. Yeah. Um, I just kept coming back and back, and I wasn't ever going to get a, a look at Exeter, but. I, I, Devon to me, it's just home. Like, yeah. I was walking up here, and then I just like look at the sea. It's like amazing. Like some people, like the Viking Acer. They, um, yeah. He didn't see Surprisingly tall. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I bumped into him the other day on Timothy Seafront, mm-hmm. and I was. He didn't know it was me. I didn't say anything. Our, our kids started talking to each other. Oh, okay. And I, and I was like, "Oh, you're tall." Yeah. I didn't realise he was so tall. But yeah, sorry. What does Acer think of Devon? Well, yeah, because he's from Birmingham. All oh, right, okay. So he's, Landlocked. Yeah, so he's not seen a beach. He's never been <laughs> by a beach. I can't, I can't get that out of my head. How no. can you not be by... He said to me, he's been years without going to the beach. I'm like, what? Yeah. I've not seen the sea for years because this is where we live. It's, mm. a, it's beautiful. You, that, you, sorry, sorry John, Did you take it quite personally when the fans got on your back? Obviously, I think... It was kind of a frustrating time at the yeah. club for everyone, wasn't it? it was yeah. Going yeah. On, but he must have taken that quite. Yeah, it's tough, especially when your family are in the stands and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if many people think about that. No. That when they're shouting. He's, you know, Ke- Kevin Hill's mum used to stand behind me on the pop side. <laughs> Come on, Kevin! <laughs> yeah, constantly. He's been beautiful, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's probably my mum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does she come? Does she go every yeah, game? Yeah, 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 yeah. She does go to my brother goes to the games, and it's hard for them to keep their mouth. Yeah, because obviously that's their brother, their son, or whatever. Mm. But that's tough when your family are watching, or if you get tickets for your friends and they're coming, and you just see they see you getting absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, I remember one time. Uh, I think it was Bromley came off and it was 1-0 I think we were losing and I, it was the first time I got subbed in a long time um, and the cheer from the fans was so embarrassing but I yeah. just was running head down I looked up I saw Gozzi just looking at me yeah. laughing like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm going to get bells for this in the WhatsApp yeah. group <laughs> the WhatsApp group yeah well, that's... but no yeah it was, it was tough but like I said some of the stuff that I've been through in football has made me mentally tough yeah. which has made me just bounced off me really. And so, it must make it sweeter the fact that it's kind of turned round. Yeah. It wouldn't have felt quite so good if you hadn't had those no. lows before. No, I know, but even even then, like we we weren't great. So that's not being no. ambush, no. we weren't great. And I was playing out wide and we were always locked in. The teams attacking us wherever we went. And when you got the ball out wide, you were about 80 yards from the goal. I'm not too sure many wingers... I'm mm. not even a winger, so I don't know what I was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. um, you're always so far away from the goal, and I think if I'm pay, paying to watch someone play, I want to see my winger light up the yeah. stadium. Like, yeah. I step over, it's like, well, I was never going to be that sort of player. Really, you're, so you're direct, aren't you? Yeah, you're direct, that's your game. Gonna, I was never going to be one that flashy and all this, so... Set myself up for disaster, but there was. Um, I used to go in and say, "Look, can I, can I go up front?" Like, yeah. Because obviously I was on loan, and I'm a striker, so Exeter seen as a striker, and I want to go back there because as a striker, right? As a striker, that's not going to happen if I'm out on the wing just filling in the numbers or doing a job. Um, but the manager at that time said that my work rate, he needed me out on out on the wing. Because we was always defending, yeah. and I thought I could get up and down. Um, so really, 
I just thought because I'd been injured for so long that I just needed games, so I didn't say anything. no. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to play. Anyway. You just want to play. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to play, but it got to the point uh, where I was like, no, nah, come on, I've got, to, I've got to play up front now. And it wasn't really until the new gaffer came on. Really. And then that was, I mean, that for the whole club, the whole of talking, you know, we were talking about talking United now, yeah. <laughs> for a change. Yeah, for the whole club, that, that seemed to be a huge positive step, it seemed to bring a huge just bundle of positivity with him. We're all going to take a step forward together. And he seemed to get, get the right players around you, play you in the right place. Yeah. And he seems that we've met him a couple of times and he just, you do walk away from from meeting Gary, feeling a better person about yourself. Yeah. I and, and I think someone who, who obviously is confident, like you are, and mentally yeah, strong, yeah. to have someone like that pushing you again. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he, he's still pushing me even now. Like, calls me in, says what... I think I went in the other day and he had a, he had a list of what I wasn't good at. So yeah. I had to work on that, and obviously at the top of that Short list, list I reckon, Jamie. Yeah, actually, it's very long. <laughs> he even said it wasn't supposed to be this long. Uh, the top of that list was heading. So he want, yeah, he really wants me to, to start to... You scored one season. last season? That's yeah, I scored one. Last season or this season? I can't remember seeing his Yeah, Dover away, I remember. Oh, right. <laughs> actually, someone who played on the wing for Torquay, and you, at the weekend you... You matched their goal scoring, which uh, was Mark Loram. And he was a superb player for Torquay in the 80s, 80s, early 90s, from Brixham. So, in, very, in many ways, I see you similar sort of background. And uh, he was really brilliant, tricky winger. And he, he got signed for QPR. And I don't know what the story was. The story always was that he didn't like it. He didn't like London, and he came back and played for Torquay. Did he? That's that's from QPR. From QPR. That's yeah, always the story. QPR. Yeah, they, like, they were probably, first division. Probably first division. Wow. Division one. He was playing Division one. Story goes, he didn't like it. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. You know, but uh, but so that's someone from the from Torbay. Yeah, you know that that and that's who you matched at Did the I? weekend. You matched his Torquay United goal scoring record at Did the I? weekend. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see. I seen that. I was. Um, what was the last one? I was. I matched David Graham. Oh, right, okay. I got to 15. So you watched him as a kid, did you? Watch I watched him as a kid, yeah. Oh my god, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I remember his champagne predators. He was just. Mm. <laughs> I think I bought my predators based on. Champagne one with the red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what yeah. boots do you want? Your, that's, this is a good question. What sort of. What were your favourite boots? My favourite ever boots were. The. I liked the old, old Vapours with the small tongue. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Thierry Henry used to wear the silver ones. Oh, yeah. Love them ones. Yeah, I probably... Although I did like the Predators, but I always think now that a boot is for a a certain position. So, like, Kyle Cameron wears Vapours. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) When I see a centre-back wearing Vapours, I'm thinking mistake. I'm having you. Yeah, I'm thinking you've got mistake in you. Are you chatty on the pitch? Do you chat to um, your op- opponent? Not really, no, but I will chat to the team. And you, it's always a bit embarrassing watching the game back because you can hear it a lot. <laughs> uh, you so could in the National League South. Yeah, oh, you could hear it. You yeah. could hear a lot of the players in the National League because there weren't many people there. Yeah, I remember when we played Hungerford away, oh, yeah. we had the police dog and the dog just kept barking at the ball and I thought, oh my God, <laughs> no. this well, is the football. Talkie have got, yeah. got previous there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's when it all changed, when the dog was there. Yeah, yeah. That's when we went, got away. 
how did it feel going back to that season there, that moment when we when we won the league, when we finally did it? Was it East Eastbourne? Eastbourne at home. Eastbourne at home, yeah. Got it over the line. That was the. Um, what did happen? Oh, do you know what? Carl Cameron organised the night out. It was a shambles. Oh, it's like a bad, bad stag do. It was a shambles. I don't know. Park Lane was in at night. Yeah, but no, it was. It was. You were known as the Prince of Park Lane, Jamie. No, Still, no. Um, no, where did uh, when did I we went to uh, woke in away? That yeah. was an, I mean Ben yeah. Winter scoring that goal. Where yeah. were you for the goal? Were you on the line or something? Or I was on the edge. On the edge. I was on the edge of the box. Should yeah. you not have been it in that? I think I, I mean the, the, if it was a script, yeah. you'd you'd have hit that, Jamie. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I quite like the fact it was Ben Winter. I mean, just, yeah. he just never scores. He's just, just consistent. He's he's great. I think Winter. I think he's yeah. brilliant. Player. Doesn't probably get the oh, no. he, he should, so him and Liam, I think this season, especially without him and Liam, it's been pretty yeah, tough at the back. Yeah, there. it has been tough at the back, but now nah, it could have fell, fell to anyone really. Whoever scored it, it's brilliant. Now it was wins, but yeah, it was just mad. It was... When you're up against, I mean, what I found from watching Torquay in the National League South or in League One, yeah. wherever, I don't care. Where they, what I genuinely don't really care. I love it when they're winning, mm-hmm. and to win that last season for me was as good as winning anything. Yeah. For, because I've supported them thirty odd years, and for me, it's just to see him, to see you winning something. It, I don't. I think you pl- you watch the level you watch, and as long as you feel it in your heart, yeah. your soul, then it's it's great. As a player, do you think is it? Do you think it feels the same winning something like the National League South as it would be? Of course, yeah. yeah. I think you can only play where yeah. you where can only win, can't you? You can only win whatever you're in. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't think oh, I was because we're in the conference South. I don't care. I call, I call all the lads champs from yeah from now on because we are. Like, it doesn't matter what level it is. Um, yeah, it's a great feeling lifting the trophy. Although the the photos um, of Ace lifting the trophy, I'm not in it. So oh, I'm no. it. Yeah, I'm not in it. I'm behind the Viking trying to open the bottle of champagne. Oh, you need to get God. yourself photoshopped yeah. in. I'm not in it because I'm trying to open the court. Uh, when, when on that last game, who was it, V? You lost, didn't you? You yeah. lost 1 0 to oh, oh, Dulwich. Right. Dulwich. No, yeah, no, no. Hungerford was it. You yeah. beat Dulwich 7 2, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. No, uh, Hungerford, yeah. I went to that game. It was 1 0, like really scrappy goal. Yeah. Last two minutes when it was horrible. Yeah. Their keeper played a blinder, yeah. absolute blinder. Oh. Nightmare. Anyway. You won. You lost the game, but they were still presenting the trophy. Yeah. You all came out to present the. You know, and this is a story more about the Talk United fans and public than the right. team, right? Okay. I'm sat in the, in Bristow's bench, yeah. surrounded by a load of old boys. Yeah. Been, obviously, been going their whole life. Never seen us win anything. Yeah. Come, you all come out, you lift the trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like that. Champagne, great stuff. Yeah. Everyone's cheering, absolutely yeah. brilliant. You all start parading it around the the, the ground. Old boy in front of me goes, they're milking it now. And I think that sums up Devon, doesn't it? Yeah. It's all like they don't want success. Yeah. It's like we don't. Oh, don't no, don't don't be too loud about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> He's milking it now. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> So much pleasure, Jamie, and, and, and as I say, you are the. I think you, you're so the. You, I was saying to John, for me, you could be talking like a striker of, of any era. You were like so. 
such a, a face for me of talking because you're local, mm. because you, you're all about passion and pride yeah. and, and driving forward. Yeah. Like, and Which I don't, I think some people don't get that from when I'm playing because my face is. The gaffer always says it, it says I look miserable. <laughs> but I know, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not miserable. And people think that like I'd be, I would be very talkative or whatever. But like, I'm so I'm I'm weird. Like I'm so the most talkative person ever. Like, the old board used to love me because they used to come to the away games and I would sit on their table. and right. <laughs> them with questions. Yeah. I, I just talk. I just talk to anyone. So I think that like the f- certain fans or whoever don't get that. Yeah. Because they don't see... What but what I love, I, I think that I didn't, you know, when we did that, at this why I think you're different as well, is when, we, when you won the trophy, mm-hmm. uh, you did all that, you were milking it, yeah. and then you, and you, and then you <laughs> <laughs> which you were allowed, yeah. you came off yeah. and you went up to the disabled, or the, the disabled area, mm-hmm. and you shook all their hands, had a yeah. big chat with all them, and, you, and I thought, you didn't have to do that, this is your day, you know, you... You've had a career leading up to that, and I thought that is a real mark of a really great yeah. person. You're a good, you seem a good human, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, which I don't think people would get would come across. I mean, I've got time for anyone, really. It's yeah. Like you said about that, then they can't come over to the pitch or whatever. So that's why I did that. I was, you know, yeah. Come any closer, so I went up there. And what what do you want to achieve? Just to play as high a higher level as you possibly can. Yeah, just obviously to play as high high as you can. The football league is. Is where is where every footballer wants to be. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can do something good this year. We're still in touch and distance. Yeah. We just need to go on that run, make up for the for the bad rut we had. Um, yeah, it's basically just to, to play in the play in the football league. I mean, I haven't had any conversations with the gaffer yet. I think you've probably done enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he's not, yeah. not the type of player that he wants. Because how how old are you now? Twenty five. Twenty five. So, so you're getting to peak, aren't you? Yeah. You're peak yeah. now. You got how many games you got under? How many games you played? Mm, I think I would have gone over two hundred. Yeah, so you know, you know. For Torquay though, I think I've played about maybe a hundred and something. I'd like to get to two hundred. Yeah. I'd like to get to two hundred games for Torquay. To be fair, yeah. that'd be a nice. Like that. That'd, be, <laughs> that'd be a nice from from taking photos with the team. Yeah. When I was. You must look at someone like Jamie Vardy yeah. and go, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It, it is possible. You've just got to be really lucky. It can happen, like you do, it can happen, keep them on. Yeah. So, but as of, it's not something that I think about at the moment because I'm playing for, for Torquay and I, I enjoy it. Like, yeah. I got a message the other day saying it looks like I don't want to play for, for Torquay. I'm like, what? How does that... This is, I mean, but people are weird, Jamie. Yeah, people you are can't reply to them. You can't, well, you know, there's the thing, you can't... Yeah. It, you, you, I do radio, John does radio. You constantly get, what are you doing? What is this? Yeah. People just, for some reason, people want to drag people, yeah. especially people who are succeeding and achieving. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a disease. I think it's a disease, and it's a social media disease anyway, you know. It's, I think, yeah, I think social media is not... It can have a really negative effect yeah. on people, can't it? Um, I actually got rid of it during, yeah. the, during that, yeah, that, that time of the, the read hate uh, gang. I had to come off it because I was getting constant messages yeah. like, oh, they're calling me all sorts. Yeah. And the worst one was like, you dirty <laughs> you are the worst player to put on a talking night shirt, you scum. <laughs> yes, I remember that. But that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. 
that says more about that person. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you. you are out there achieving yeah. people's dreams. Yeah. You know, you, whoever sent that, he's looked at you and he's through and through jealous. Because yeah, I could right. say it's definitely a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's through and through jealous. He sees you out there winning, achieving you know, doing exactly what yeah. you want to do, you know, so. But some people like that, you, you'll never do anything good enough for them to say no. anything good about you. That's just some people, you, yeah. they, they just have a dislike towards you, but when you're in the spotlight, I mean, it must be even harder for players at the top level. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to deal with that. Yeah, you've just got to be able to block it. It's safe to say, prove them wrong. Exactly. Yeah. John, I think we're done. What a pleasure. Thanks so much for the, uh, for coming to meet us today and, uh, it's a real, A, a thrill to meet you, but also to find out you are just a really, really nice bloke. Thank so you, thank very, you very, much. very much. Thanks, John. Thanks, Charlie. On the ice. There we are. Didn't even ask him to say no, that. Just, just said it. it. Just knew it. The National Obsession. John, that was brilliant, wasn't it? I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit starstruck, <laughs> a little bit in love. I'm, I'm 100% in love. And my heart's all it's fluttery. Got, he's got lovely eyes, John. Um, <laughs> what a nice man. What a lovely young man, John. Isn't he just... Isn't he just really funny and nice? Yeah, and what I liked was... Yeah, he is calm on the pitch. That's yeah. what it is. He, he's, he's, he's calm. He keeps his calm. Wish we were a tall key oh. podcast, because that would be, like, brilliant. Let's walk also, on the beach. Next time, was... The next time you're giving one of the players <laughs> Yeah, the, maybe, maybe just have a think. look at your own life. <laughs> maybe think, actually... And actually, I will have a think as well. Yes. Because we all do it. We all do it. I mean, it's part of the, the joy of it. <laughs> and you get really angry with certain players, but you never actually think that player heard that or they noticed yeah. that or that player's mum might be behind you and they're going to think again. Where you're on Babylon Sorry, I really enjoyed my chips. Yeah, I know, they are good chips. Can highly recommend Drake's Chip Shop. Can highly recommend the Carry Arms. Thank you for the Carry oh, Arms. Oh, lovely Carry Arms. What you as well? There we are. We're about to be... Feel shaky, John. It's shaky. It's just the wind. <laughs> it might look nice. It's effing freezing. Effing freezing. Effing freezing. Effing freezing. freezing. Remember him? He's Wait, called a hat player. trick. Hey, John. Where will you go? Will you send back a letter from a listener?
What a great question, Mike. Thank you so much. Because what the hell is going on at Solid Moors? It's one of the great unknowns. It's, it's one of the unknown unknowables, as I think uh, Donald what we, Rumsfeld what, would say. What we've found out is that it's an absolute bun fight at Solid Moors. No one knows what's going on. And will we ever? We, the answer is we can't find out. No, Mike. It's not possible. Do your no, own research. That's I what the internet know, is for. I don't even know who the manager is now. Oh, so I do. Who is it? It's um, uh, Jimmy Chan. Sounds racist, John. <laughs> there he is. It's Jimmy Chan. He used to be the West Brom... Jimmy Chan? He used to be the West Brom caretaker. It used to be what we used to say at school when we didn't believe someone. Jimmy Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Better get some cream for it. <laughs> no, it is Jimmy Can you Chan. check that, John, please? Or Jimmy Shan. Maybe it's Jimmy Shan. James Shan. Jimmy Shan. Jimmy Shan. Previously, West Brom first in coach, caretaker, kid of Insta, interim manager, Sally Holmwoods. There we are. I mean, there's, we, we, they, they won 3-0 Saturday. They won 3-0. So must be doing an all right sort of job. Good job, Jimmy. Know, what do you think of Jimmy There we Shan? are. That's what the hell's going on at Sally Holmwoods. Jimmy Shan's in charge, and he's they've won 3-0. So, enjoy Our yourself on the ice. Um, another email comes from Joe Holden. Hello, Joe. Tex. Tex. Tex Holden. Oh, on the ice, you Tex. John and Charlie on the ice, on the line, and in the bay. In the bay. Both. In the bay. Lovely work, Joe. Just wanted to send a quick letter to say congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. Yeah, it's like opening you. cards, this. It's isn't lovely, it? isn't it? Any money in it. And a big thanks for all the entertainment, laughs, and of course the education, brackets, lol, along the way. Oh. <laughs> Giveth with one hand, <laughs> taketh with the other. He says, always look forward to the pod, so here's to the next 100, and also very much looking forward to my free ice cream next, time, in, oh, next yes. time I'm in Devon. A free 99. You Charlie has offered to Fops in episode 99. I did. If you do bump into me and there is an ice cream van nearby, I do owe you a 99 if you are a Fof and can prove it by saying one of the catchphrases, either on the ice or in the bay or on the line, Jamie Reed's saying on the ice now. Jamie Reed, it's good enough for you. Jamie Reed's on the ice in now. I wonder if he's going to say it if he scores Saturday, John. Um, And the other email says, not for broadcast. I'm going to read that after. (laughs) But thank you, Matthew Porterfold, for your email anyway. But I won't read it because I don't know what it is. Oh, why? It says, this is a personal email, not meant for broadcast. To who? Both of us. I'm going to read it. Oh. Is he furious? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Is that one of the three letters, John? That was one of it. It's actually two. But not for broadcast. <laughs> not for broadcast. This, is a, this is a whole new area <laughs> for the 100th episode. <laughs> Sending us an email we're not allowed to broadcast or use. <laughs> this is a shame. It's a big shame. But, you know, well, there we go. Well, it sounds like the boot's it's coming open, doesn't it, John? It's fine, John. Don't worry about it. The windscreen's still in. The homemade Hobbycraft windscreen. And it was we- absolutely yeah, it survived the rain. Survived we're, the rain we're not only offering podcasts now. I don't know why you need a new windscreen. We're off, off. It's not the windscreen. Can we just well, say that? It's the rear, the rear, rear window. Why do you need a new one? I know. We've done that? a lovely job, John and I. A lot more proud of the rear window we've created than the hundred episodes of this podcast <laughs> we've done. I'm so proud that I've actually, for the first time in my life, done survived something. Bear Grylls. Hello, Bear Grylls on the phone. <laughs> I've actually done something John, useful. stop drinking your own urine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Send us some letters. If, uh, that'd be nice to hear from you all at, at Natal's Pod. Nationalobsession nice. at gmail.com, John, isn't it? That's the badger. Can we line up the proclaimers to sing us out? Oh, or is that going to be too oh, much of a technical... technical Might crash. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, we'll just, there we go. We'll just add till we get to the Oh, beautifully done. Thank you very much. Hey, 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 h
Take a look at the mail sack. This one's not for broadcast. <laughs> well, that's it, John. I'm going to drop drop you off now at your train to mm. back home. It's been a, a, a lightning fast trip. It's been we've been in the bay and out back the out the bay. A wonderful day beyond what we thought, wasn't it, John? What a day! A great day. Even survived the window smashing. And we, we also like, yeah, yes, forgot to do um, a little bit of admin whilst we were with... This is reading. classic Natob's pod behaviour. It could be job. more Natob's pod. And what better way to uh, finish off uh, episode 100 by forgetting to crown Jamie Reed an honorary foth while we were there. He's the first golden foth. Golden foth. Couldn't. We'll send you something send Jamie something well I'm sure Reedy's listening to this I'm sure he is we'll send him so, I don't know if we get a crown or something um, <laughs> so I get a DAP digital radio in the post <laughs> we'll send that out to you all the very best there we are no thank you for very much for listening to a hundred odd episodes hundred episodes not hundred odd hundred well, they are quite and, odd yeah, hundred episodes odd. and we return with ep 101 room 101, room 101. live from Sutton yeah, that's what we're going to do, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. In the bay, on the ice. The National Obsession. With John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.